This is Michelle Kim, assistant concert master of the New York Philharmonic. The violin she is playing is an almost 300-year-old Stradivarius violin passed down by the Duke of Cambridge to other world-renowned musicians and then to her. Had you invested in Michelle's violin or similar Stradivarius violins like hers in 2010, the average annual price appreciation between 2010 and 2022 was 9.7%. Other violin brands such as Joannes, Presenda, and Lorenzo Esturioni violins have had a 10.7% and 13.4% annualized return in the same time period, respectively. Compare that to the inflation-adjusted yearly return of 9.76% by the S&P 500 index, including all dividends reinvested in the same time period, and sit down with a terrible realization that investing in a music instrument could have been your answer to beat the market. Putting that initial reaction aside, if the ultimate goal of investing is to grow our wealth, even if we don't want to invest in violins, we should definitely discuss three critical investment lessons we can learn from Stradivarius violins. Let's talk about them. I am Huda Mer, founder and CEO of Stockard, a fintech startup from California that helps you do your fundamental stock market research better and faster. On this show, I share detailed fundamental analysis and fascinating investing-related stories like the top three lessons we can learn from Stradivarius violins. If you are new here, join us by subscribing. Such market-beating performance by violins comes from a few criteria they share with good investments. They can teach us critical investment lessons by looking into how Stradivarius violins price appreciated. The first lesson. The first of such lessons is the value of scarcity in investing. Antonio Stradivari, a luthier or simply a violin maker who lived in the late 17th and early 18th century in Cremona, Italy, made roughly 1,100 violins. His son continued the business with more violins. However, today only about 650 remains. Those original violins are highly desirable instruments that can be priced as high as 16 million in global auctions. They are inherently scarce, loved by violinists and collectors worldwide, and no more will ever be made. Scarcity is loved by investors. Investing in gold or commodities such as silver, copper, and even oil pays off because of their limited supply. That's also why stock market investors hate when a company they invested in issue new shares. It dilutes current investors by making more shares available in the market and each share becomes less valuable. In contrast, 
when companies buy back shares, in most cases, investors applaud. Buying back shares make each individual shares more scarce and valuable. Scarce things tend to grow in value. The second lesson. The value of a well-reputated brand is another lesson we can learn from a highly sought-after violin. A good brand is an accumulation of quality and market perception. Some studies have shown that not only did Antonio Stradivari build a limited number of high-quality instruments, but he also had his proprietary method of wood processing resulting in pristine sound. The violins by Stradivari are known for their unique sound quality, differentiating them from many other brands that have come to market since the 17th century. A strong brand, such as the Stradivarius trademark and name, is considered a moat in investing. It refers to a company's ability to protect its products and services and price level against its competitors. Establishing a brand representing prestige, status, and quality takes years, making it almost impossible for competitors to compete in price. In that context, Stradivarius violins are similar to Apple. Both brands are known for quality, well-protected intellectual property, and luxury image. Investing in either is an excellent high-returning decision. The lesson we can learn about investments from Stradivarius violins don't stop at scarcity and brand mode. The most valuable Stradivarius violins are those built by Antonio Stradivari in his lifetime at least three centuries ago. Today's investors in those violins have enjoyed excellent returns in the early 21st century. Time and the power of compounding over time are as important in investing as moats and scarcity. A good investor understands it takes time for the price appreciation to compound and result in market-beating performance. There's one more lesson we can learn from Stradivarius violins. It is the most critical lesson yet. But before discussing that, imagine you want to invest in a Stradivarius violin by getting invited to an auction house. The first thing you must do is to validate the authenticity of the piece you are interested in. Is it truly an original Strat? Who owned it? How it was passed down? to the current owner and the auction house you are invited to. But where do you get that information? No one has the time and resources to go back to the 17th century and track every violin ever made. The auction house will make it easy for you by showing you a verifiable certification of authenticity. So you know you are investing in the real deal. Just recently, the global accounting and consulting company KPMG created a price index for Stradivarius violins in partnership with a violin dealer from the UK to make the authentication easier for everyone. Now, take the same concept of authentication and certification and let's go to the stock market. 
doing detailed fundamental research of any publicly traded company or exchange traded fund and ETF that you want to invest in is as important as authenticating the originality of a piece of instrument you want to invest in. You want to know if the company you invest in is financially solid with revenue, profit, free cash flow, and solid balance sheet. For an ETF, you want to ensure it is low cost, low risk with high growth potential. Okay, so that's precisely what my company, a stock card, does. It gives you an easy to understand and intuitive visualization of more than 300 pieces of information about every company or fund that you need to research before investing. The stock card gathers, cleans up, aggregates, and transforms all of that data into intuitive cards anyone can understand and use. Try it yourself. I leave a link in the show notes or type stockcard.io in your browser. Now back to the final bonus lesson, but the most important one we can learn from Stradivarius violins. Many stock market investors may not believe investing in collectibles like violins is appropriate. Warren Buffett, the legendary investing mentor to a few generations of investors, focuses on income-producing assets such as companies' securities. He would likely not consider violins as an asset in his investment portfolio. I agree. I also don't have $16 million in cash to invest in a violin. The aim of this show isn't to persuade you to invest in the violins either. However, we can still learn a lesson or two from them, even if we agree with Warren Buffett. And that's the most crucial lesson Stradivarius violins can teach us. Investment lessons are all around us. All aspects of day-to-day -day life can teach us about investing. We can look into other aspects of life and draw parallels between them and investing. Those life lessons are even more memorable and long-lasting. So we talked about three plus a bonus investment lessons Stradivarius violins can teach us. It reminded me of another episode I recently published about looking into the top 10 holdings of the portfolio of super investors such as Buffett, Howard Marks, Bill Ackman, and Michael Berry, among others. If you missed that episode, watching and listening to it after this episode is a good idea. Link is in the show notes. I'll see you next time.